guys, welcome into another episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host, Calvin Timms, and if you'll notice, I cut the intro short a little bit here today because I'm tired of getting demonetized on YouTube for copyright <laughs> bullcrap. Uh, you know, find a song, chop it all up, and I'm still getting copyrighted. It's crazy! So I'm going to be working on getting a new intro song. So for the next couple of weeks, until I do that, we're going to be cutting it short. I'm your host, Calvin Timms. You can find me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin, my co-host at Dynasty underscore Dale. And the content just keeps rolling, man, just keeps rolling, even into the dead of summer. That's where we are right now. Mm-hmm. But how's it going, Dale? Doing all right today? Hey, it, it is going well today. Um, uh, today is the first day of uh, summer. It's it's a, it's the longest day of the year, and... Um, it's definitely feeling like it in, in the, in the dynasty world here. So today really the long, it, 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 it is the longest day well, of sunlight of sunlight. <laughs> at least. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like the longest day, but that's beside the point. There we go. Yeah. It's, uh, it's getting there. It's definitely getting there. We're only a couple of weeks away from training camp starting up and that's when things will get really spicy, right? Yes. All yes. these mandatory mini camp. None of it really matters. But yeah, mandatory or once the actual training camp opens up, you'll be getting all those blurbs. And it's crazy mm-hmm. to me how many blurbs we've been getting for players, even though like nothing is happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. yeah, the Niners haven't even been practicing really. But Sam Darnold's the number one. It's like, what are yeah, we doing? And, 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 it, and, it's, and it's crazy that they're saying that like Adam Schefter went on, uh, Pat McAfee the other day and basically said that it's it's uh, Brock Purdy's job to lose and all this and that and they yeah they haven't even practiced they've probably barely even met this this summer and yeah it's crazy thing, things are crazy oh and Darnold yeah Lance is the number three like I do for real you know and I I know I'm a, a Trey Lance fan but it is crazy to me the the irrational bias that Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter have against Trey Lance. Like they have never once said a positive thing about Trey Lance in any of their coverage ever. It is crazy. So something's going on there. I don't know what it is, but maybe someday find out. Maybe. All right. So that said, we have been pumping out the content. You know, you can go check out a couple of dynasty discussions that I've had talking about the number one running backs for their respective teams. I hit up Jacksonville Jaguars recently this week. I put out Mm -hmm. a New Orleans Saints video talking about who the number one is there. That one's a little bit more spicy because you've got Kamara, you've got Jamal Williams, and then you've got the rookie Kendra Moore. Whereas, you know, Jacksonville just has a couple of guys in the in the mix there. But it's nonstop here in the next couple of weeks. We're going to be mass recording for the entire month of July, recapping every dynasty, well, every offseason change for all of yeah. these teams and the dynasty impacts for 2023 and, you know, going forward from that. And yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to be talking about all the quarter, all the coaches, all the players, the rookies, everybody that's joined the team, everyone that's left the team, all the, all the anticipated changes. We'll touch on defense. We'll even touch a little bit, not 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 much, but we'll dip our toe into the defensive. Just players. a little. Yeah, we just a little bit. <laughs> we'll save it for the IDP guys, but yeah, um, I know. it's it's relevant just in the fact of you know some of these guys are going to have better defenses so it's going to limit their opportunities and things like that so 
Um, no, it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and that's going to be dropping one a day in the month of July. I'm going to be doing two a days because there's going to be breaking news. I already know off the top of my head that there's going to be some stories that are going to be breaking in the month of July. So, yeah. you know, we're not going to let that wait until August. We're still going to be putting out videos two days in the month of July. So make sure you're coming back and tuning in for that. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, you know, YouTube, go check out the dynasty after dark YouTube channel while you're there. If you can leave a like comment, subscribe, all that good stuff just to help us out with the algorithm. Appreciate you guys tuning in here today. Today, what we got for you is a mock draft. We're going to be doing a, you know, we've been doing these mock drafts for actual teams here in the past, but today we're just going to do a one quarterback no teams, just mock draft of who do we th- who would we take at the each pick, and we're going to be going against the computers for um, most of the teams. You know, Dale and I both have a a slot, a draft slot, mm-hmm. and we're going to let the computer kind of auto pick and see how it's going to impact us and who we would be taking. And we're doing one quarterback because we haven't really addressed it this off season, and it does change things pretty heavily. You know. When you Absolutely. take out the Anthony Richardson, the CJ Stroud, and the Bryce Young from the top five, you know, how is that going to really impact the back of the first round, the middle of the second, for example? So we're going to be talking about that today. Dale, any last thoughts before we jump into this? Well, uh, 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 just one that, you know, um, I'm I'm not in any one quarterback league, so uh, this it, it's going to be a lot different. You know, I feel, I feel any more that, like Superflex is what Dynasty and and most like redraft leagues are. So you know, it's 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 with this, like this is just a different way to kind of see how people would draft, mm-hmm. you know, in 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 these different kind of formats. Yeah, I'll say I, I definitely agree with you on Dynasty. Almost every Dynasty league nowadays is, that, is right? becoming a super flex, but yes. I would say redraft is still probably massively one quarterback favored. And that's just I think that's just so many casual listener yeah. or you know casual players out there that Fans, they're yeah yeah they're they just want to to have a little fun draft these players yep. they don't really want to go into uh the the impacts of two quarterback or super flex things like that right but again this is going to be helpful helpful for everybody out there so that said i have the three pick dale has the nine pick and we just randomly picked a couple of spots here and you know, I didn't want to give anybody the one or the two because it's kind of easy and, and mm-hmm. you know, wanted to, to have a little bit of a decision there. So, you know, we're both on the back. We're on different sides. It's going to be linear, you know, so it's not going to be snaking like most rookie drafts out there. And then the only other thing I'll no, I'll mention is that it's, you know, a standard lineup. You've got one quarterback, two running backs. We'll do two receivers, so it's not super heavy on yep. the receivers. You know, one tight end. Two flex, something like that. That's a maybe three flex, whatever. Doesn't really matter. But yeah, we're not going to go super heavy into the three wide receiver. We're just going to make this more of a generic standard type of draft. So that said, we're going to kick it off and let the computer start to pick. And we have a timer here. So I have three minutes to make this pick, and I've got to make it pretty quickly. Bijan Robinson was the number one overall pick. Jameer Gibbs went one, two. And in a one quarterback, that's not too surprising. I'd probably That is not surprising yeah, at all, actually. I'd nope. really expect those two to kind of to be the top two here. Now, this lets me take my number one guy. And, you know, I I've been talking about it all offseason. It's definitely flipped for me that 
Quentin Johnson is now my number one wide receiver. Um, I have him above Jackson Smith and Jigba just because of the fears for this year and then next year, just the mm-hmm. availability. So I'm taking Quentin Johnson. I think the ceiling on this guy is going to be insane, and we're going to see it this year. Uh, yeah, and I yeah, and 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 going on your pick, you know, I get that, but I I still love JSN, and I sure. think he's going to be it, you know. And I would I would rather take take the talent that I saw a couple years ago than a chance on Quentin Johnson. That's just me, Fair but enough. I'm I, I'm a homer, so right. I'm all right with that. So JSN so, actually uh, went four. Jordan Addison went five. Zay Flowers went six. Anthony Richardson, quarterback off the board at seven. Dalton Kincaid went off at eight. And that's where that's, it's that's, very that's interesting. Very, that's very surprising because, I, I mean, I, I can see that in a tight end premium league, but yeah. not in a in a standard format. Vanilla you know, league, one quarter, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's really weird. So, which I'm kind of glad that happened. So, um, I mean, I could go quarterback here because I feel that's, I feel this is around the range where a lot of quarterbacks start kind of falling off the board a little bit. Yeah. And real quick, but, we'll, we'll, let's uh, dive into a couple of options that you're boiling it down to. I mean, receivers, yeah. there's a few guys out there. Yeah. Not, not... Uh, 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 yeah. I, w- I would say the, re- I don't, I don't really like any of the receivers right here. I'm thinking either Charbonnet or Miller or, 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 or who I'm really uh, trying to target right now. Um, or I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. No yeah, Devin yeah, Ochain yeah, or. I don't, I don't mind Achain, but I, I think he's going to be too boomer bust. And okay. I, I, I kind of think if you're at the one nine that, that you want somebody that's, I feel that's going to be a little bit more steady personally sure. and that, and that's going to win you more weeks than not so that you can try to try to try to make that championship game. So, Fair enough. um, I mean, that's just me, but, um, so I'm going to go with Kendra Miller is who I'm going to go with. Nick talked about him in the, uh, in the breakdown video earlier this week. Now I do, like I said in that video, I'll just reiterate it a little bit here. Go check out my full thoughts in that one. But I do think that there's a little bit of risk with 2023. I think Alvin Kamara mm-hmm. is going to get a, a very short suspension. Light suspension. Yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be a lot lighter than people think. And I think with a three-headed monster that's there, it's going to be a little bit more concerning. But I think in 2024, Andrew Miller is going to be guns up and I think yep. they're going to be minus Jamal Williams, maybe even minus Kamara at that point. So yep. um, I like it long-term and this is dynasty. So mm-hmm. can't complain there. Zach Charbonnet went off right after you at 110. Mm-hmm. Devin Achain at 111. Michael Mayer at 12. Again, it seems a little early. That's but crazy for the tight ends. I mean, I, I I could see one of them going off at like 112. I like Michael or, Mayer or, or, though. Or the man, 201. Yeah, I, I, I do too. I I, 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 re- I really like. I don't mind it there. I don't like. I don't like it at 108. I think right. that's way, way early. Right. Way early. Um, Jonathan Mingo at two one. Bryce Young at two two. And I am on the clock here at two three. Bryce Young going at two two. That probably feels right where he's actually going to yeah. go. I don't yep. love it though. Agreed. I would rather have C.J. Stroud still, but yeah, yeah feels about right. Um, now because we're doing this and we're not doing it team specific, I'm going to take this player and have no problems whatsoever with it. Right. If I actually had to draft for a team, I probably would not be taking this guy, but because I don't have to worry about roster construction, I'm Mm -hmm. taking Marvin Mims here. And I think Marvin Mims is the best talent that's left on the board. The guy's going to be a stud. Um, 
you know, second round pick with Sean Payton, you cannot complain whatsoever. So any thoughts on the Mims pick really quickly? Yeah, I, I thought the Mims pick was good. Um, I'm surprised you didn't pick your boy Stroud, honestly. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I, 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 I kind of felt he, I'm surprised he dropped down to 208. Yeah. Personally, yep. you know, I, I, you know, after he got past like 205, I was, I was hoping he would get to me and I've, I, well, it's, it's, it's the past couple of days. Like I've been doing some best ball drafts oh, nice, and nice. there's been a couple of people sniping me <laughs> and I, it just keeps happening, man. It's, a, it's, it's this recurring nightmare. But yep. anyways, I feel you. So, <laughs> so Sam Laporta went off at two, four, Rasheed Rice at two, five, uh, Josh Downs at two, six, Jalen Hyatt at two, seven, CJ Stroud at two, eight. Now, and Rasheed Rice still feels pretty rich, even at two, five, you know, yeah, it does. even it in does. a one quarterback, it just, it definitely does. I'd yeah. much I'm, rather have Downs, I mean, I'd rather have Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. I mean, I, I get, I get some of the hype, but I don't think Rasheed Rice is that good of a wide receiver i mean he's a big wide receiver he's a big bodied wide receiver but his 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 route tree last year at smu was not great he right. he caught a lot of screen passes and a lot of these dink and dunk things and didn't really go do a lot of 50 50 success rate you know on on those on the on those 50 50 balls so yep. it's going to be interesting what happens in kc and who's going to be that wide receiver one yeah, I'm with you 100%. So yeah. that leaves you a little bit of time here. Hopefully you've been thinking through yeah. where you're going to go. Um, yeah. You, take your time here. Who, who are you thinking? Yeah, um, I want to stay away from the Chicago backfield. That scares me to death, <laughs> personally. Personally, because, I mean, it, it's either going to be uh, Foreman, uh, Herbert, or Johnson. And yep. it's hard telling which one, who it's going to be. Um, you know, and I, I, I mean, I, I, I like Rojo personally, but... Um, it's going to be interesting. And then I got, and then I'm, I don't really like Jalen or Jaden Reed. Um, none, none of the tight ends make sense. I don't really like any of those. So it's really between Bigsby and Spears. Okay. And I think I want to go with, I think I'm going to go with a guy who has a little bit more upside potentially, at least year one, especially. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I'm going to go Tajay Spears and just, Man, I was hoping he'd make it back yes. to me. I get it. Yep, I'm with yes. you. And he is not making it back. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I, I wasn't saying anything because I was really hoping you wouldn't take him. Right. But more than likely, he would have gone off the board. But yeah, I like that pick. Soon Especially after, yeah. 2-9, man. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's fantastic. That is, it's that is fantastic for him. Yes. Yeah. So Roshan went at 2-10. Tank Bigsby at 2-11. Jaden Reed at 2-12. Luke Schoonmaker at 3-1. Now, this is where why? ADP just why? goes. Yeah, it's ADP's crazy. Going crazy. Go home, ADP. Gross. You're drunk. Um, yeah. Um, Chase Brown at 3-2. I actually like Chase Brown. That that feels not too bad, you know, um, no, at 3-2 no. at there. But a lot of potential upside. Um, man, this is... Now this is where it's kind of rough. If you look at the board, and again, if you're, if you're just listening to this on audio... I implore you to go over to the YouTube channel, check it out. We've got the draft board up here talking through it. Um, the guys that are available are interesting <laughs> to say the least. Yes. <laughs> you know, Abanaconda, I don't love. There's all the Dalvin Cook kind of hype there. Yeah, Cedric I've Tillman, that too. I've got two receivers, but it's good value. It's, it's very, very good it's value. It's very good, very good value. 
Tank Dell, never in a million years. Darnell oh, come Washington, on, man. Deuce Vaughn, uh, I'm out. Um, the other guy that's kind of in consideration is Michael Wilson. I knew you were going to take Michael. I knew you were going to think about Michael Wilson. I knew you were going to think about him. Man, this is it, it's one it's rough. It's 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 really sucks. rough in this spot. Oh yes, it God. does. It's rough in this spot. And you know, I mean, I mean, you could maybe go a quarterback here, but. I mean, I mean, I mean, you could probably get Will Levis at four oh three. In all honesty, that's what I'm hoping to be honest. Right, I was right, thinking right. Will Levis a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Zach Evans, I don't love either. Oh, Tillman, it's... or I'm gonna go Michael Wilson for the upside. I like Tillman a lot, but there's been mm-hmm. I, for some reason I just have a little bit of a suspicion that DeAndre Hopkins is gonna end up in Cleveland. You know, I just, I have a sinking feeling that the longer this goes, they've been adding guys left, right, and center. And it just makes me a little concerned about Tillman's long-term value. Now, I really love the talent, but he's more of an um, Amari Cooper type of player. And, you know, this offense is loaded. You can't complain about it, but for fantasy, I just don't know if I trust anybody, you know. Um, So I'd rather wait on Tillman and try and buy him after this season for a year two breakout. Yeah, no, I, I I do agree with that, and you know, I I think that's I think that's a good strategy for it's for people to look at is is that those wide receivers that don't do well year one to maybe have that second year breakout. Yeah, that's that's pretty that's a pretty common thing that a lot of dy- that I've been seeing yeah. or hearing that 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 a lot of dynasty managers managers want to try to look out for. Yep. Um, whether that happens for Tillman is another thing, but right. I think I I believe Amari Cooper's contract is up at the end of the year. Or it's cuttable, and, I think. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's cuttable. It's it's one or the other. So, right. you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in moving forward. Yep, I'm with you. So Michael Wilson was picked there. More potential year one value. Mm-hmm. Tank Dell goes off at 3-4. Luke Musgrave, tight end, goes off at 3-5. Uh, Deuce Vaughn at 3-6. Abanaconda at 3-7. Cedric Tillman at 3-8. And then you're on the clock here. And who I am, are you thinking? I, I'm, well, I'm first. I'm really upset with the teammate. They keep sniping my people. And again, <laughs> I know, again, nine kind of sucks, man. It really again, does. Again, yeah. It, it, it's really hard once you get towards the later parts of uh, on your rookie draft because all the good players go away. And and these decisions just get a little bit harder. So, um, right. yeah. And I I really want to take a a wide receiver eventually, but I don't really I don't I do not want Keishawn Butte. I think <laughs> I wouldn't be I I I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't make the roster. You know, I wouldn't be shocked either. To be honest, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked about that. Um, he just that was a Washington weird pick by Bill Belichick. To be honest, it was weird. It was weird because he has a lot of character issues. So yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I could go Evan Hall. He's interesting. I could go a quarterback here mm-hmm. if if I really wanted to get frisky. Um, but I really I've been I've been really liking the upside of Dwayne McBride ever since Dalvin Cook got cut. Mm. I th- I think he could be really spicy, especially if if uh, if Alexander Madison gets hurt, which wouldn't be surprised if he does. Right. So I'm going to go with Dwayne McBride 
and keep my <laughs> string of running backs going strong. Yeah, we're we're convert. We'll, we'll have to make a couple of trades after the draft because you've got all absolutely the backs, I've got all the receivers. <laughs> right, um, right. Oh man, now I like that. I like the potential upside there. I forgot about McBride a little bit, you know. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely some potential upside there for sure. Absolutely. All right. Will Levis goes off the board at three ten. Dwayne or Dar- Dwayne. Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington. There we go. <laughs> at three eleven. Whoever um, he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zach Evans at three twelve. Keishon Boutte at four one. Puka Nunakua at three two. Yeah. And that puts me back on the board here. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a little bit of a conflicting interest here. Eric Gray is kind of interesting. You know, running back yeah. with New York Giants. Saquon yep. Barkley doesn't want to hold out. But mm-hmm. he's holding out. He wants to get yeah. paid. Um, he doesn't want to leave the team. He wants to be a giant for life, essentially. But he wants to get paid fairly. And, you know, yeah. I can't fault him. He he is he was that entire offense last year. You know, Daniel Jones got the contract. But in reality, everyone knows Saquon was the one running the whole thing. Yeah, um, he was. Hennon Hooker is interesting, the upside. But, you know, I... He's someone I think you're going to find on waivers in one quarterback leagues. I, Probably. He's, he's got Probably. an injury, um, and he's not going to be – yeah, not many people are going to draft him. And the other guy that's interesting, even though he's a he was an undrafted free agent, something's up with the medicals. We don't know all the information, but Sean Tucker to Tampa Bay, mm. there's a lot of potential mm. value there. Yeah. Yep. Now, here's the question. You know, Who would you rather have, Sean Tucker or Eric Gray? Eric Gray, 5'10", 210, right? Sean Tucker, 5'10", 210. So they're the same size, same age. Oh, well, no, sorry. Sean Tucker's two years younger, but Sean Tucker had so much more potential coming out. Didn't get the draft capital that Eric Gray did, even though he was only like a fifth or sixth round pick. I can't remember exactly what. Wasn't amazing, but... I think I'm going to take a stab at Sean Tucker here and just hope Interesting. that yeah, just hope that he can do something because the competition for him is way way easier to a path to relevance than someone like mm-hmm. a uh than an a Eric Gray, right? Because if Saquon's on the field and he's playing, Eric Gray ain't touching the ball. So That's very very true. 100% true. <laughs> So yeah, I will. I like Rashad White, but he is not the proven talent that no, he's not. you know Saquon Barkley is. And yeah, yeah, and 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 I do feel that White is going to be a one-year anomaly, you know, in the league. I, I don't think he has a lot of staying power. And right. I mean, I mean, I mean, the offensive line should be better, but he still wasn't very good as a runner. Right. And you know, as a running back, you have to be at least decent at that, and he was not. So. Yeah, and that's where the to be fair to him, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had one of the worst offensive lines in football last year. So mm-hmm. there is that piece of it, but yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens there this yeah. year. All right, so after that pick, um, Eric Gray does go off right after that one. Hendon Hooker at four five. Bad. I was hoping he'd be back there at five mm. five three. Um oh what's this guy what's this guy's first name? Strange. Um Brendan? It is Brenton. Brenton, Brenton Strange. Strange. That's right. Yep. Eric Hull, running back to Indianapolis, one at four seven. 
Xavier Hutchinson, one of my favorite sleeper picks in this entire draft. Freaking team eight. I, I was I was going to pick. I was getting ready to hit the Hutchinson button, and it's the it's third crazy. time in a row. Dude, yes. It's crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, I would have loved Xavier Hutchinson there. I, 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 you know, and I agree with you. He is definitely a sleeper. I think, mm-hmm. I think, I, I, I think he's going to be Stroud's best friend. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, on, honestly, and, you know, Tank I, I, I got the draft capital of third round, yes. but I think Xavier Hutchinson is the way better player personally. I, I agree. So, um, I'm, I could go running back again, but I'm tired of taking running backs and they're not a lot of fun. <laughs> Right. So, um, I mean, they, they are fun, but you know, it's good, but I think I'm going to go Tyler Scott here. I'm, okay. I'm either between, I, I really like AT Perry. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's for the fact that, you know, Michael Thomas is always hurt. Um, you, you really don't know who's going to be the wide receiver too in that offense. If Michael Thomas gets hurt or if, or when he gets yep. hurt. Yep. So, um, I did think about Parker Washington, but there's a loaded, it's yeah he's it's, got a long road to a, 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 yeah he is way down the depth chart in there right. you know like they have three startable wide receivers so i'm gonna go tyler scott here for the upside with my guy and 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 the love of my love of my one dynasty team justin fields so fair enough i'm i'm i i'm 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 really excited to see what tyler scott can do you know like he does have good decent draft capital and i think I think he's going to be a, a late bloomer. Like he'll probably have that second year, um, second year swing. I guess you can say to have to have a, a better shot at doing well. Right. So, there's there's all those reports that Chase Claypool and the team are. <laughs> that was surprise, a horrible trade. Surprise! A whole, a whole, Chase Claypool yeah, not, and, not and the team are are uh, ha- having having problems. Yeah. Yep. So um, no, I do like it, Darnell Mooney. Could price himself out next year as well. Mm-hmm. DJ he Moore is will. the guy, but they're going to need yep. another guy as well. So yes, AT Perry, though, I, those were the exact two same guys that I was looking at, at as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so AT Perry does go one pick right after Tyler yep. Scott. Charlie Jones, wide receiver with Cincinnati, goes at 411. Chase Rodriguez at 412. Uh, Stetson Bennett at 51. Gross. I mean, yeah, whatever at this point. Gross, Tucker Craft yeah. at five two. I was actually hoping he would make it to me. He yeah. was kind of interesting at five three. You know, yep. I don't love these tight ends, but that one would have been interesting. He was a second round pick, if I remember right. He went ahead of Musgrave. I, Musgrave was the later no, pick, no, right? No, no. I, I think it was the opposite. It was is the opposite it? way around. I cannot yes. remember. Yeah, it, it is. Yes, it is because Musgrave went oh, early yeah, second yep. round, okay. and then, and then, and then he went in the third round. Yeah. Okay. So I, but I had, I had Tucker craft one spot ahead. So mm-hmm. it's leaving me in an interesting position here. A couple yeah. names that kind of stand out. No Hendon hooker. No, there's not a single quarterback that I'm going to take in a one quarterback here. There's no chance. Right. Yes. Um, 100%. The tight ends. I don't love either. Running back is kind of rough. Parker Washington was the name you threw out there as well. Man, fifth round in a in a one quarterback rough. is, is rough. real bad, real real yes. bad. Um, there is not a lot of names that I feel confident with here. And I know everyone's gonna say, "Oh, there's this one guy that I really love," and it's like, "Yeah, you might really love him, but I don't." <laughs> so the one guy that I do actually kind of like here, the potential upside is Trey Palmer with Tampa Bay, mm, and this okay. is back-to-back Bucks picks here. But Trey Palmer has a little bit of potential. I know that he's not 
he doesn't have any draft capital. But there's all the rumors that they're going to extend Mike Evans. I just don't see it. And I really think that this team is going to be in contention for Drake May or Caleb Williams at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. that means that every wide receiver that's here is going to have the potential to work out with a new quarterback next year. So um, I think that Trey Palmer is a guy that might be able to do something next year. He's kind of a stash player here. But again, there's there's going to be guys that everyone's, oh, I can't believe you didn't take this guy, this guy, or this guy. Uh, but yeah, I just like the upside potential of a stash on Trey Palmer. Any yeah. thoughts on that so, pick really quickly? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I like that. I mean... I I, th- I think it's a good stash pick, you know, all depending on what happens with the, the, the Godwins and the Mike Evans of the world. So, right. They could know, trade I, Godwin. I, I would not be shocked. They, man. they, I wouldn't be either. And they might even trade Evans or they might re re like structure their deal or sure. It, it, it's it's going to be interesting to, to see what happens in Tampa because they have a lot of dead money right now with right. Tom's contract and, yep. Yep. It's going to be interesting to see yeah, what their the general vets, manager does. Yeah, they, they've paid a lot of people yes. a lot of money in the last couple of years. A to lot make of those, money. Those yes. Super Bowl runs. So, you know, they yes. got one. You can't complain too much. But yeah, when yeah. that when that bill comes due, it, it's not fun. Um, Clayton yeah. Toon went right after me. Not a terrible pick, I guess. No, Benny I, and, I, and, 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 and I and I kind of wish that he would have came back to me. I probably would have taken him because uh-huh. he has the potential to be a starter this year. Yeah. In week one, I still think that they're going to add somebody personally, but we'll see once training camp kind of rolls around. Carson Wentz. Yeah. That's Carson who I'm, Wentz. that's who I'm thinking yep. personally. Um, Kenny too. McIntosh, five, five DTR Dorian Thompson, Robinson at five, six Cameron Latu at five, seven Kendra Mitchell at five, eight and or Kenton Mitchell at five, eight yeah, and Mitchell. you're on the clock at five, nine. Who's your last pick going to be? Yes. Um, I, I thought about taking... Hey, your uh, boy, Washington. Daenerys Prince is kind of... I thought about taking Daenerys Prince because I know Kansas City loves their undrafted running backs. <laughs> they do. They really do. So you know I either who, thought about... You know who my, yeah. my biggest sleeper is at this point who? in the draft? Who? Mohammed Ibrahim. 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 Whatever. Ibrahim. Yes. It's a a tough name to say. But with Detroit, you know, I know they took Gibbs in round one, but it's a little interesting. You've got 18 seconds, though. So I'll let you make the pick and we can talk about it afterwards. I I, I also thought about Justin Shorter, too, um, out of Buffalo. But I think I'm going to go with Prince and take the upside of. Of 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 that Kansas City offense, I I, I also thought about Aiden O'Connell out of okay. Vegas as as a potential uh, sleeper. Yeah, he might be a starter too. <laughs> yeah, he very well might he very well might be the starter with 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 all of Jimmy G's madness that's going on. And you know, and 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 at this point in the draft, in the fifth round of a rookie draft, like you're just taking shots at guys. Right. You know, right. You know, and and probably about half of these guys won't be on rosters and Yeah, we'll we'll see if anybody makes the cut, yes. you know. Yeah. The, those are those are tough days, especially in the fifth round. But um yes. Zach Koontz went right after you at five ten, Aiden O'Connell at five eleven, mm-hmm. and Jake Hayner at five twelve. So, you know, this is it's not completely accurate, but it's not too far off what I'd expect. You know, I do think that there's a lot of hype around those tight ends and I know it feels early, but in reality, when you're looking at Sam Laporta or Rasheed Rice, 
Sam Laporta has a real chance of being something relevant this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? His path to, to opportunity is insane. Mm-hmm. So I do not fault anybody for taking Sam Laporta over Josh Downs, Jalen Hyatt, you know, in a one quarterback league, CJ Stroud. Um, because if you can get a guy that's a rookie, you know, it's something worth trying to grab. So mm-hmm. it ends a very 100%. rough position out there right now. And CJ Stroud, I love him, but in a one quarterback, he's probably not going to get many starts at all this year for any no, team out there. Probably so, not. Unless you're desperate. <laughs> so Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yep. so I, I don't hate it. You know, I do think Luke Shoemaker, I think a lot of people still don't know that Luke Shoemaker was drafted to be a blocker. Um, yeah, and, and he's and he's not a very good pass catcher. And yeah. I watched him. I, I, I watched him for a couple games when, yeah. when he was in college at Michigan. Yep. And the guy has stone hands. Like, he's a good blocker. Don't get me oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he's going to be great for that. But, but yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it, like I said, this isn't completely representative, but I do think it's pretty accurate. Like, Anthony Richardson at 1-7 in a one-quarterback feels about right. 100%, yes. Um, Bryce Young, early second, feels about right. C.J. Stroud, intermix that with Bryce Young. He could go anywhere in between where he went and, and yeah. Bryce Young. Um, Will Levis at 3-10 feels about accurate. So, about, about, yeah, there about was, right, yeah. There was nothing here that was egregious. Crazy, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, no, I I agree with that. I mean, I do think there was probably more quarterbacks taken than I think there should have been. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, there was ten quarterbacks taken. Right. So so that's a that's probably about two or three too many for. Yeah, for I think Clayton Toon would probably be the last one to be honest with you. Last me. one, yes, yes. I mean, I I could see Aiden O'Connell potentially because he has because of the Jimmy G stuff. Right. But the, after, but like it's DRT and uh, Jake Hayner. I don't think those guys are gonna sniff the field. Yeah. So Jake Hayner's not even the backup. It's James Winston. So. Yeah, that's that's true. That's so, very true. All right, so guys, if you liked our draft strategy here, again, this is kind of just more off the cup. The reason why I don't like these types as much is because. You saw what I did. I took four wide receivers. Dale took four mm-hmm. running backs. You know, we both had one-offs of the receiver and running back opposite of what we yep. took. But, you know, I had no draft considerations to actually build my roster around. If I needed a tight end really, really badly, I would have probably taken Sam Laporta over Marvin Mims. But mm-hmm. in a one-quarterback non-tight end premium, I like Mims's upside more than Laporta's Yes, just because I think that he's got more talent. I probably don't need Quentin Johnson, Marvin Mims, Zach, or uh, Michael Wilson, and Trey Palmer. So yeah. that's why I like doing it a little bit more. It's harder to do those because you're doing it for an actual league. So mm-hmm. a lot of people out there don't really understand, oh, well, this is what this person might be thinking, things like that. But yeah. I do, this does have value as well, just to kind of see what to expect in your in your upcoming rookie drafts. So let us know your thoughts on YouTube, on Twitter. Again, you can find us on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin at Dynasty underscore Dale. We're happy to answer any questions for you guys all off season long. So hit us up with anything you guys got, you know, love to answer questions. You can DM mm-hmm. me Absolutely. or you can, you can tweet at me. It doesn't really matter. Ask us in the uh, YouTube channel below and we'll answer any comments you guys leave there. We like to hit up every single comment. So you guys leave some, you know, some videos get more than others, but takes you 10 seconds just say hi we'll say hi back i don't really care anything for the for the 
comments and the likes and that stuff, it takes you about one second to do. So if you can. Literally. Yeah, yep. please, please L- do literally. it. If you're enjoying this content, yep. it means a lot to us. So that said, until next time, have a good night.